From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 388 for the week of January 4th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Mary Jo Malata-Willy, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. And in this segment we talk frozen fun. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there, hi there, hi there. Today this goes up on Tuesday, so yesterday the or yeah, yesterday the fun the frozen fun officially began. But there were lots of soft openings over the last couple of weeks. Except for, I think there was there's one thing that we haven't had a chance to experience between the four of us. So, and that doesn't open until the seventh. Yeah, I was so told t- uh, tomorrow yeah. that one opens. So, officially, officially, yes. Um. So where should we start? Let's start. Let Let's start over there. Let's start at Disneyland. There's a couple things, and and also things at Disneyland. One is the Fantasy Fair show that we alluded to. Um. And like you said, that doesn't open yet, so we have no no frame of reference for that, other than to let you know that it's tire entirely replacing the Tangled show that was in the in the theater and the Beauty and the Beast show. So it's gonna be all frozen all the time. That seems to be pretty much the um what the cast members have been saying, right? It's all frozen. Every yes. time we ask anything mm-hmm. they're saying it's all frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which means they're Telling this Frozen story twice, once you know at Disneyland and also at California Adventure. Right, right. So if Any- you don't, if you don't get it the first time, yes. hopefully you'll get it the second time. Anything weird about that? Yeah, I-, I think it is. Thank you. I mean, I'm not the Disney like historian like you guys are. Well, that would be historians, excuse me, plural. But I have a problem with it being in two. Like, oh, it's so good. We're putting it everywhere. Like, let's put it in the parking structure. Let's put it in downtown. Let's and, put and it everywhere. And it's such a similar style of storytelling. I mean, we're kind of spoiling the, the other the other show, but it's such a similar style with the storyteller telling the story. And Right. I think the one at Fantasy Fair will probably be more comedic yes. than the one in, in California Adventure. Well, the one in California Adventure tries to be comedic. <laughs> Not too hard. <laughs> all right so the other thing that's happening at disneyland is the update to the storybook land canal boats who got to see that i did okay tell us about it you go through the storybook um land canal boats like as always and towards the end where the old i was just telling uh, my family about this today towards the end where the old mill scene used to be they took that scene out and they replaced it with a pretty large uh, rent model of, of the Arendelle, Arendelle, which is, they really did a good job. You see the castle up front with the harbor, the boat in the harbor. Um, and it's not, that water's not frozen because it's part of the canal water. And then up in the mountains, quote unquote, you see um, Elsa's ice castle up there in the background. And like, and as you go past, they play the "Let It Go" song oh, as you no. go past the the town. Oh, no. 
<laughs> so uh, they actually did a really good job. And the people who were in the boat with me um, were ooing and aahing when they saw it. Of course, everybody was kind of excited because we saw it on the first day that they that they had it, that it opened. But people were kind of excited to see it. So I'm okay. going to say that for the casual visitor, especially young girls, um, of course, they like they were looking forward to it. So now, I thought it, I thought I'm, it was well done. That looks- I'm curious. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm curious. So is that area is the, is the Matterhorn in the background? No, the Matterhorn's on the okay. opposite side. Okay, because I thought maybe that was one of the reasons they placed it there, but I think it was because the, 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 the old mill took up so much Pinocchio, expense. Say that again, Tom. Isn't it Matterhorn behind Pinocchio? Yes. It's behind that whole little Pinocchio village. Yeah. But I agree with Michael. I thought that it was going to be, I thought that Arendelle would be on that side with the Matterhorn behind it. But, but you know, the old mill took up so much real estate, it makes sense that they put Arendelle there. I wish that they, you know how when they remove an attraction and replace it with another one, that they have a little bit of something from the former attraction? Too bad they don't have mm-hmm. like a mill up in Arendelle or something. I bet there's right. something there. How about what? I bet there's something there somewhere. Well, you know, when they put in Agrabah, they moved things around because that used to be the location of Toad Hall. So I'm, and then they moved Toad Hall to a new location. I'm hoping they're going to do that with the old mill mm-hmm. sometime in the future. Because I have no problem with them updating it because, you know, Walt Disney was you know, into updating everything. And, you know, like I said on a previous segment, the Harriet Burns segment you know he saw it uh, you know uh, 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 he saw it as a placeholder and he really thought that it would be replaced someday that whole storybook land area so i think it's great that they're investing and modernizing it you know keeping it up to date but the old mill does deserve its place because of its historic value mm-hmm. i i completely agree with you i was in fact kelly and i were having that conversation this afternoon about they should play some kind of homage to it because of the historical significance to animation in general. Mm-hmm. That was the first use of the multi-plane camera. Mm-hmm. And they have that camera at the Walt Disney Family Museum? They do. They have a full-size camera there and then a yes. smaller version of it over in the archives at the Disney Studios. And okay. then they also have one in um, Disneyland Paris. Wait, I- I've seen two of the three. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's exciting. You've been to Disneyland Paris, huh? See, see, that's Spanish. I was going to go. I was so going to say, that's the different. I was going to go. I, I, hey, it's. I worked all day. I'm not. I can't be on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw the. We saw the one in Burbank. That's right, Tom, yes. didn't we? And then I've seen the one at the Disney Family Museum. Because really, the show is about what has Tony what seen has on Tony his trips. All right, yes. so let's talk about what Tony has seen. Um, Olaf Snowfest. I did. <laughs> I think we all got to see that. Yes. Um, not not necessarily working, but we all saw what they've done to Stage 17, which is the former Who Wants to Be a Millionaire stage, and now it's kind of a extra stage that they use for events and all kinds of things, and... Oh my goodness, they spent a lot of money on this thing? They did. It is beautiful when yes. you walk in. 
I mean, visually, it's beautiful. It exceeded my expectations yeah, completely. Exactly. That's a perfect way to say it. It exceeded my expectations, too. Why don't we talk about, before we go into it, uh, how we approach. When you get to the building, they have two entrances, right? You have one where if you go to the right, you can, um, that's for your meet and greet with Olaf. But if you don't want to meet Olaf, you can just do the snow play and that's going off to the left. And people found that very confusing. I found it very confusing. That there were the two queues on the outside and which one do you go into? But then the queues inside are right next to each other. And and people were trying to get into the Olaf queue from the inside rather than going out into the line on the outside. And so it was... They, again, like is my theme lately, they need better signage. Well, and they need better explanation, <laughs> even if they have good signage, because I didn't, when we were first outside, we were confused thinking, okay, do we see Olaf or do we get to play in the snow? Mm-hmm. And we thought that you could only pick one or another. And we found only after asking a cast member inside, did I find out that if you go into the line to meet Olaf, you can... Um, get a pager, and while you're waiting, go play in the snow area instead of yeah, I, standing in one line and then standing in the other. I agree with Michael five gazillion percent um, that they do need to have better signage, and I think it was com- very confusing. And I especially think here it's important to not be confused because I'm thinking, even though we know Andrew doesn't go and probably he's not even seen Frozen, but if there was a chance to play in the snow – I think he might go. So you're going to have a totally different group of people, possibly, even though I know it's all about Frozen, but, oh, well, this is some. Look, I even stayed to go see the snow, right? Because I was yes. going to leave because we did breakfast. Room. I'm like, oh, wait, I got to see the snow. So I think that you might have people confused. It's, it's very confusing. It wasn't clear. And we had to ask. And I don't think we should have to ask. Let me, let me pager, it, oh, go ahead. Well, no, and the pager, just so you know, it is good anywhere in Hollywood land, wherever you go, because wow. we, were, we were in Turtle Talk with Crush and everybody in there had one of those pagers <laughs> and they all went off. Okay, Michael, let me ask you, because this is um, a post that I read on the Diz um, that they posted on the third. And they said that they got a fast pass for Olaf's character experience. Then they got a pager when they went in. Did you get a fast pass? No, we got, we were, first of all, we went at rope drop. And okay. what we did was I went and got the fast passes for Anna and Elsa and Carol went and got the pager for Olaf. And so, but no, she did not get a fast pass for Olaf. It was, they gave us pagers right away. Okay. So I'm just going to read this because I think it's relevant. She says that at first they had the Olaf had an Olaf outside of stage 17 with a long line, and that was about a 30-minute wait, which we was for us is different. Then they changed it to just a fast pass line only with fast passes handed out near the same outside meet and greet. And she has a picture of the fast pass in the, in the thread. And then mm-hmm. when the attraction opened, they um, formed the line like what we found. And um, when you went inside... After you, you, when you went inside at the allotted fast pass time, then you got a pager. So it's I'm, a lot, it's taking a lot longer for people to meet Olaf than it is to meet Elsa and Anna at this point. I'm wondering if it's because we just got their first thing, so they didn't need to give out fast passes. 
what it was like eight o'clock in the morning. Maybe the snow yeah. part wasn't open yet. Oh no, there were there were people playing in the snow. Oh, okay, I think there was. Yeah. It was just off when we went, Tom, because we remember we went into soft opening. Yeah. There was still. Um, I th- I think this is still kind of a fluid thing that they're working mm-hmm. out the working out the kinks. But so my my best advice would be ask. Oh yeah, ask us as soon as you get in yeah, what, the, the, what the process what is. What the process mm-hmm. is, yeah. Yeah. And but, and inside the um, Olaf Snowfest, there's basically six components to it. You have the snow play, which is basically ice. And when we were in there, they didn't have the rakers. They must have been on break because <laughs> they break up the ice. So everyone was just slipping and sliding. And I found a little wooden thing and I was cutting up, breaking up the ice so that my granddaughter could make snowballs to throw at me. And then, um, <laughs> wait, then wait, they let you throw snowballs because they told us, they told me that they would not allow snowballs to be thrown. Yeah. They said the same thing too. And then the okay. cast member threw a snowball at me. Oh, um, too funny. Oh. Okay. Well, also, <laughs> Kelly will be very happy to hear that. You, you forgot Michael's sharing where he said, don't you know who I am? And then they went, <laughs> okay, see if you would have mentioned that. And yes. you have to wait uh, in line for snow play and you get a certain, certain period of... 15 yes. minutes. You got 15 minutes. Okay. Can you explain why we didn't get in. to do snow play? Because I wanted to do snow play. That was the whole reason I was there. But we didn't get to. Can I? No, I meant Tom. Mary Jo. Mary jo or Tom. Well, when, when we went there, they hadn't... I guess the uh, snow blizzard party wasn't working at the beginning. And so when we got there, they were just starting the snow blizzard party, which means that they're basically spraying snow and filling up the play area with snow. And that takes 45 minutes. They do it twice a day. Um, when we got there, they hadn't, they had not finished yet or they had just barely started. So we, unfortunately we were not, we didn't stay long enough to watch them finish doing it because it was taking such a long time. But basically, while they're doing that, people are allowed to stay in the area, but you cannot meet Olaf during that time because you're not allowed to go near the little fenced-in area. So I hate to say fence; it's more like a little a little wall that's around the play area, which is quite sizable. And while you're they're in there, then you can go do the other parts that Michael started to describe, which will yes. In a and second. I realized I interrupted, so yeah. Michael, you have you can. <laughs> I just realized I'm talking. About, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So, Michael, you now, I'm, I'm going to give it. you, I, I know, but I need to give you some <laughs> kind of, I need to have some kind of consequence so you can throw a snowball at me. Thank you. I, I, I give right. you an icy one. Perhaps icy a verbal snowball. one. Um, okay. Now, the second component, there's snow play, and then there's the sled run, where they give you little sleds, and you can go on it. And, you know, it doesn't look like much from the bottom. When you get up there, because my, my granddaughter and I did it, and if you're under... Oh gosh, I think it's like seven. You have to go with someone on the sled 14 and older. And you know what though? That thing picks up speed. There are a couple of bumps in it and it was a lot of fun. My granddaughter loved it. They also, for people who um, require accessibility, there is a special wheelchair for the snow that you can transfer to. And then there is a lift that will take you to the top of the sled wow. run. Wow. Nice. So that you can go down it. So it's really was, neat. Was there a line for the sled run? Well, the, a very small one. Okay. It wasn't bad. Okay. Okay, but and again, then, you went early in the morning, right? So Right. During, well, I mean, it wouldn't but matter. But they limit they the number so of people onto the ice. Yeah. 
So, and then there's the Olaf meet and greet. There's a little shopping opportunity there mm-hmm. of Olaf themed items. Yeah, I have and a picture of the items. And so we're looking at there's clothing, there's iPhone and other types of um, memorabilia like that. Mm-hmm. Plush. Plushes also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's some clothes, shirts. There's, we saw some gloves, you know, mittens, things like that there. And then there's eating. Where they have this peppermint hot cocoa Ooh. that the children loved mainly because it's pink. Mm. And Carol thought it was too sweet. I liked it. But they, <laughs> they, they have a lot, uh, they have quite a bit of food there. It's not inexpensive, but they had my favorite Magic Kingdom treat from Walt Disney World. They had corn dog bites. Ooh. And so we had a couple orders of those as a snack. Okay, so they have the Rock Troll Festival Meatballs, which is a creamy sauce melted over Scandinavian meatball served with lingonberry drizzle. And that's uh, $5.99. And then the Kristoff's Corn Dog Bites that Michael was talking about are $5.49 for an order. And those are warm, the warm Mm -hmm. offerings. And besides that... you get four of those. Four Corn Dog Bites? Yes, they're big. And then in addition to that, they have, um, I believe it was like parfaits salad sandwiches mm-hmm. that people can get and then the the pink cocoa that you guys were drinking is that the warm hugs hot white cocoa yes with house and then made you can get marshmallows right yes okay. uh-huh and i thought it was good um they the cast member was telling me to get it he was telling me that it was delicious so um unfortunately i didn't get to try it this last time but i'm going to i am going to go and they have four round tables that you could sit at Otherwise, you're going to be walking around and holding on to your food. So right. I thought... We, we, they had a long bench table when we were there as well. Okay. That's what we sat at. And it, in addition, now, in when you first walk in, the food is to the left. The merchandise is to the right. Tables are to the left. The play area is straight in front of you, and the queue to go to Olaf is all the way to the right and kind of goes around to the back side. But when you, and the corner on the right hand side, they have a little gazebo, and they have performers there, and they have the troubadours and some other performers that are more comedic. Did you see them while you were there, Michael? No, there were no performers, because we went there twice. One day was for snow playing, the next day was for Olaf. And they had nobody there. Okay, because they were telling me that it's like every twenty minutes that they that they go up and perform. Hmm. Yeah, not when we were there, and we were there quite a while. Okay, and, and it also snows in there. In the snow, it didn't snow the day we were in snow play, but it did whilst we were waiting to see Olaf the next day. It snows every few minutes in the snow play area. How many? How often? Every few minutes, I would okay. say maybe every ten, probably it once every cycle. So probably once every fifteen minutes. That makes sense. Yeah, I was there when the snow came down, and I asked the cast member, "I go, is this real snow or is this Disney snow?" And he <laughs> looks at me and he goes, "It's real snow, which means it's Disney snow." And I started laughing. Mm-hmm. I go, "Okay." So the whole area is just delightful to go in. Even if you, people don't want to meet Mo- Olaf, I highly recommend going to visit this area. Yeah, and there is a um, and and it looks like you're sort of in the courtyard, a village courtyard. Right. They have the, the is how it's fountain themed. right in the middle of the snow play area, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then oh. there's the giant frozen snowflake up in the ceiling. Yeah, 
So pretty. Okay, so I have a picture of the of the fast food that they have there. They have the parfaits, like I said. They have the the Duke of Cheese Town cheese platter. So the Duke of Cheese Town cheese platter. They have the crunchy snowman veggie cup. I don't know if you saw that, but it. I think it's got jicama, cauliflower. It's got a carrot, a couple of olives to make the nose and the eyes. Mm-hmm. And the hat is an upside down um, ranch sauce cup. Just adorable. And they have Olaf's just chillin' cupcake. So if you want something sweet, and then they sell all kinds of you know bottled water and bottled sodas there too. So it's it's I think if you want to eat something quick, you can uh, just grab one of those to munch on. Yeah, I think you could just. And you were saying before, I think well, at least when we were together. That you could just go in and get the food. Not that I would just go in and get the food, but I think it's a cool place to just hang out. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. Really nice atmosphere. And a lot of detail, a lot of architectural mm-hmm. details. So I, I I, can't imagine this is going to shut down in May. You know, well, I mean, I know that's the official date, but they say it may be extended. I would suspect it's going to be extended. Well, Tom, you said, remember yeah. the... The part of the, what was it, the pillar that you felt? It's, yeah, solid. It's concrete. Yeah, it was yeah. like concrete. Like, they, yeah, they really, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, it was on a sound stage. They used real materials. It wasn't all fake. Like, it, it well, of course it was, because it's not really Arendelle. <gasps> I just ruined the magic. But, um, magic but in terms, I know. But, um, yeah, they used re, like, if it was a real, I say a real attraction, but, Oh, they've, they've, with the lanterns above the eating area, the, the way that every, the different areas are set apart, but yet blend together for the whole visual effect is really a wonderful job. And I agree to I mean, they even decorated the perm- floors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. They look like they're cobblestone yeah. and all that. So, yeah, th- this doesn't have that temporary feel no. to it. And they have, um, Elsa's frozen fountain in the middle of the play area also. Mm-hmm. I said and that. Christmas See, you don't treat. listen. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I, I'm just repeating because I thought it was so important when, even though you said it, Tom. Yeah, right. I, it, bears, uh-huh. it bears repeating. Uh-huh. And she probably thought Tony said it too. Let's yeah. right outside to uh, Wondering Oaken's trading post, which was the former oh Rizzo's whatever it is the Muppets Muppets little shop there and oh my goodness again they've spent a lot of money yeah yeah to recreate this shop um used to be just a little newsstand type shop but now you can walk through the thing Mm -hmm. and it's a lot nicer than what they did at I think at Disney Hollywood Studios where that had a real temporary feel to it in fact it's closed so um (laughs) So it was very so temporary. temporary. <laughs> but again, you can get all your all your frozen merchandise right outside the between the between the snowfest and the and the uh, sing along show. So very cool if you want to spend more more of your frozen dollars. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the sing along. Uh, what's the official name for the first time in forever sing along or something like that? The first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration. I was so close. Okay. Um, so this is in the we're gonna the, the Muppets former. Theater, but it is not the Muppets Theater anymore. This is now the 
is it the Crown Jewel Theater or something? Yes, there you would never know there were Muppets oh, in there. They, they're gone. They, they totally. That's sad. I was I, so surprised. I did not realize the extent that they were going to redo this whole. Um, and again, sing-along. doesn't it? Doesn't it? It doesn't have a temporary feel to it. No, I mean from the all. outside all the way through the 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 walk the queue, the waiting area, uh, and the theater. It's all it's all new. I yeah, those Muppets are hanging. They're hanging out with country bears somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're coming back. No. There's no way they're bringing them back. I, I just know, it makes had me a sad. <laughs> so but, let's talk about this show. Did Michael? Did you get to see it? We did. Okay. Yeah, and and I and I also saw the Hollywood Studios one. Okay, cool. And, and so they're, they're different and yet the same. First of all. You needed to have a fast yeah. pass, even yeah. though there's a standby line. We were hearing from cast members uh, for most of the shows, nobody in standby gets in. Because um, they're so popular. Right, exactly. You know, people were very positive about the sing-along. And it wasn't, we re- it wasn't really, really clear them. that there was a fast pass machines, that the fast pass machines were there when you, when you first looked at the theater. So make sure you look to the right... And that's where they have temporary fast pass machines that you can get your fast passes. Now they right, did have right. cast members explaining it, but I agree with you, Tom. This it's not obvious when you first walk up. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, basically, with this one, it's you know the the official storytellers of Arendelle are there to tell you the story of Frozen, and then and it's interspersed with clips from the film. And then where they have, and then they have the words and you can sing along with it. And there are some really nice effects, um, some really nice lighting effects mm-hmm. in there. The interesting thing is, is that in the Disney Hollywood Studios version, the performers were over the top. They were almost caricaturish. Um, the male, perf- male storyteller, he was almost like Olaf turned into a person. Hmm. I mean, that's how he was, but. He was also very spontaneous, whereas I think the storytellers at California Adventure, they were more like storytellers. Um, they, they felt more scripted, but they were also very well done. But I think, at least in the, in the, in the, in our showing of it, the children were not as engaged in, in, in our, the sing-along at Hollywood, at, at California Adventure, as they were at Hollywood Studios. And I think because even though I found the, the jokes really corny, the children loved them. And they were laughing mm-hmm. and all that. And it, and then it got them, it drew them into the singing. Almost nobody sang that I could hear in our performance at California Adventure. That's what I said too. Mary Jo said it was because I was singing too loudly. I couldn't hear anybody else. <laughs> I heard singing. But, I, well, the little girls next to me were singing at the top of their voices. So yeah, and but Tom there was, was singing very, at the top of his voice too. So, yeah. but there was very little laughter in in DCA's version compared to Hollywood Studios. So it, it was interesting, just a completely different feel. So I don't know if that's calculated that they didn't want the over the top, you know, at um, you know, here in Disneyland or what. You know what'll so, be interesting is to to go in a few months and see how it's evolved if it's evolved. Because mm-hmm. again, this is brand new. 
Yeah, but you know, it is popular. Um, when we were over at Disneyland waiting for the Christmas parade, we overheard other people talking, um, telling friends and other family members, you have got to see it. You've got to see the sing along and you've got to see Olaf's, um, you know, winter snowland. Um, so it was still a very positive reaction to it. And my, our granddaughter loved it. At first she thought she didn't quite understand. What she thought we were seeing the movie, and she oh, right. said, "I've seen the, I, I've seen the movie. I want to go on rides." But then when I told her it was a play, then she said, "Okay, I like plays." And then she oh. got really into it, and she loved it, absolutely loved it. No, Mary Jo and I were on, on the one sh- we we saw. We thought there might have been a glitch with the microphone at the very end when um, Elsa comes out and sings. Does oh, she, that's right. Does she sing with the crowd or? Does she just mouth the words when you saw it, Michael? When I saw it, I thought she was actually singing, and she was singing with the crowd. She was singing for us, but it was like they had turned off her microphone. Exactly. That was the same for us, too. Okay. It was like they turned down the volume. Okay. Weird. All right. Yeah, which I don't know why, because she has a beautiful voice. I mean, she definitely holds her own. You know, in that song, which I have never heard Let It Go so many times in one day <laughs> as I did that Saturday when you we were seeing all the Frozen things. It's it's <laughs> true. Right. But, but you know what I liked about the sing-along? Um, when they were doing the duet at the beginning of, um, where they sing Jinx, what is it? Love's an Open Door. Okay, mm-hmm. Love is an Open Door. And then there's the part where they sing the duet and the men sing and the women sing. The men were singing the um, Hans's part, and the women were singing Anna's part. It was really cool to hear that in the audience, and I thought it was cool to hear men. You know, it's not often that you hear, especially men, just let go and, and sing out out loud. And here at Disney, it gives people the opportunity to just not worry about what other people are thinking and just to enjoy, to be in the moment and enjoy it. And that's what. I heard when we went to the theater. It's such a fun song. It's too Mm -hmm. bad the the guy's the villain. (laughs) I know. I was thinking that too because I like that song. Yeah, because nobody's seen the movie, right? Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 All right. So let's talk about Freeze the Night. Did anybody get to see Freeze the Night? Um, We saw a little of it, yes. You know, uh, again, a lot of it. This is probably where they went a little cheap. A lot of it was sort of overlays onto yeah. the um, Mad Tea Party because mm-hmm. the Mad Tea Party was still very present. And but people were really into it from children to adults. They, um, you know, they, they and what's sort of fun is they take current songs and then they change the words to go with the frozen theme. Oh, that's so cool. it's, it's yeah, we heard them do that. And then, you know, they have all these large video screens and they have, you know, snowflakes and sort of frozen and wintry themed um, images on them that add to the ambiance. The big number that we saw, though, the um, the lead singer, she sang Let It Go, did an excellent job. She had her backup dancers and then they get everybody to sing along. And there everybody did sing along. And then it, then they, then they have it snow. Nice. So, um, so it, it was, it wasn't bad, really. Did you I'm not play into with those the, parties? With the dance floor? No, no, cause we, we were, um, we were off to the side did sort of watching. Did you see the dance it. floor? 
I didn't. Okay. Because I, it, we didn't see it when we walked through during the daytime, so we were wondering how how it works if they just roll it out at night or what's going on with that. And what Tom's yeah. talking about there is there's when during freeze the night they have a dance floor that when you step on the ground snowflakes form just like when Elsa is stepping on the ground and the snowflakes form in her, in her ice palace that happens when you're dancing so during the daytime we didn't see where they have that yeah and I couldn't tell we were sort of on we stayed on the edge because we just didn't want to get into the crowd and it was loud and all that and did you see marshmallows? there's also some meet and greets during freeze the night too right Yes. I don't know. I, yes, there's Marshmallow, and I don't know if Olaf is there. Um, yeah, all I've seen is Marshmallow, which is, and it's kind of a weird meet and greet because, or a weird character, because it's a puppet basically. Yeah, and it's he's hmm. it's operated by two cast members. Yeah, Marshmallow is the big snowman that Elsa creates to scare everybody well, away. Yeah, and he's so frightening in the movie, so it's kind of funny that they have him as a meet and greet, and people in, are actually going up to to meet him. So, well, I my our granddaughter loves Olaf, so there was there's this Olaf storybook she wanted in off the page. So I got it for her, and in that book it says Marshmallow is Olaf's brother, so they're definitely putting a positive spin on Marshmallow. <laughs> Does he smell like strawberries? Oh, no, wait, that's a different villain. Um, One thing about strollers in in the Frozen party. Okay. If you have a stroller, just keep in mind, you can't put it in the party area. If you do, they're going to move, cast members will move your stroller to, I think it's stage 12 at the very end um, of the, um, you know, beyond Monsters, the Monsters, Inc. ride. Oh, the old Hollywood line. Right, exactly. So, because a lot of people, you know, left to park their strollers in a party area, then went and danced and then couldn't find their strollers and sort of panicked. So, and what happened is the cast members had moved them all down there. So if that happens to you, um, ask a cast member where the strolling parking location is and they'll direct you there and, and, and you can locate it. I just want to go back really quickly to freeze the night again. Um, what we didn't. We haven't left it. Okay. I just, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, besides meeting Marshmallow, when you go over there, they also have ice sculpting at nighttime. And I don't know if you were able to see that, Michael, when you were there because you... I like, saw a little of it on that side s- stage area, yeah. Okay. And they, are, they also have... Um, they continue with the arcade, now in a Frozen theme. So... Um, they say that throughout the night, there's a giant thermometer that registers the drop in temperature as things, you know, get frozen in the night. So that's that's uh, something that goes on during the evening when you, as you're partying. And they have so frozen there's, cocktails, there's, too. And frozen cocktails. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's a Disney animated feature I, party. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, I, I had no problem with Electronica or, or even, even the Mad Tea Party because it was more based on the Tim Burton. Yes, but, that's what. Yeah, we were talking about yeah, that. Like, it's a kid. This. It's for little, like little girls love this movie, but yet, let's party it up and drink. Like, I just don't. I don't yeah. like that. See, I thought I the other two a- movies were more adult in nature, so. 
I'm okay with that. I don't. I have a. I kind of have a hard time with it. I don't have an issue with it because not only the little well, kids. Well, this I was- is the same person that likes to spin around and chairs. <laughs> I know. After she's had a couple, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, no, go ahead, Marjorie. Uh, for I was telling Tom for like my daughter's age group. She's in her mid twenties now. So from high school through the mid twenties, she and her friends love to go to the parties and have a drink and dance and they're not getting drunk. They're not um, getting obnoxious or fighting or whatever. They're having a good time. They all sing these songs with the frozen songs. It's so popular. So it's not just the little girls. It's also the young adults who enjoy the sing-alongs. And I know that they're going to enjoy going to the jewel crown theater uh, to sing along there, the storytelling and they're going to enjoy going in the evening to the freeze the night party. So, so, Tony, that's perhaps how you can get Andrew to come to Disneyland. Just bring him <laughs> to the bar. Yeah, exactly. Down a couple drinks. He can uh-huh. meet a young lady. You know. Yeah, there's uh, there's so many things wrong with where you just went. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> All right. Let's head over to the animation building, which is another um, change that's going on. Uh, they... Updated the videos and added some frozen songs in the in the courtyard there. Um, mm-hmm. Before we even get to the meet and greet, they've also changed out the added put an overlay basically on the the uh, drawing. What's it called? Um, it's the drawn oh, animation character. Yeah, yeah drawn animation, and now it's drawn animation. How do you want to draw a snowman? And that's uh, all they do. Is that all they do? Yeah. Yeah, it's called. Do you want to draw a snowman? Over and over and, and over again. That, yep, and that's all they do each for each one. So that you can stinks. become quite an expert in drawing the three circles to make Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and also, they've made some changes in the Sorcerer's Workshop. Um, the Ursula area is no longer accessible. Uh, you get to the... Uh, Beast library, and you have to turn around and come back out again. Or the, yeah, the, yeah. So I didn't like that. No, it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. What was the purpose of that? They're using them as dressing rooms. Oh. Ur- Ursula's grotto is now frozen. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that was a nice area. So they're seeing how popular it is now. One thing that they've done. Well, when Tom gets to the Anna and Elsa's royal welcome. But yeah, it was weird. We walked through and we just had, we turned back. So I can imagine, you know, before what you would do is you go into the Sorcerer's Workshop, you go through the Beast Library, and then you go through Ursula's Grotto. Well, now you're going to have people going backwards, right? So they're going to, the traffic is just not going to flow. And like really, before. that's the only thing that looked temporary out of all this stuff is the c- curtain that blocked that and said that it wasn't accessible. <laughs> And I'm wondering if you know, if this continues to be as popular as it as it is now, they may have a more permanent um, yeah. solution. Solution, yes. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the what did you call it? The royal welcome. It looks like the Anna machines and are out. Ma- ma- machines are outside, Michael. They are. They were at the end, um, right across end of the street, right across from the Hyperion Theater where Aladdin um, is played. Okay. It shows. And, and this is a fast pass is required. There's no standby for this. 
So, and, and this is where we split up because I went and got the Anna Nelsa Fast Passes and Carol went and got the Olaf Pager. And, you know, this, and this is where the location is, is where the Zoetrope used to be. Right. And they, they have completely redone this. Again, it does not have a temporary feel to it. Um, you feel as if you, you are entering the royal chamber. You know, uh, uh, like of Arendelle, like a royal meeting room or something like that. I mean, it's really nice. Um, the fast passes are sort of in five minute increments. So you're not really rushed. There's usually two families in the room, one meeting Anna and Elsa, and then another one that's sort of staged, you know, waiting and ready to go. Now, my and understanding is that without going in, into great detail is that you, it's twice as fast to meet Anna and Elsa than it was at Disneyland. I was trying to figure that out. That's my understanding. Um, and it might be, it's, 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 cause I walked all around trying to see how many, you know, are there doors to other places and changing rooms? You know what I mean? I couldn't tell, but, um, there may be cause it, it's, it, cause the room you're in is large. So I don't know where they could put additional rooms. Okay. Because it's a, it's a circular room. Right. Hmm. So I'm not entirely sure if, if they could have, you know, other chambers in there. So, but, you know. So once you, know once you got in, how, or once your fast pass time, how long was the wait? There, there was no wait. I mean, we just, again, yes. I think because we were so early. I mean, it okay. was just, Every five minutes, we were just going in. So, um, yeah, because it seemed it like there was a, a big old wait when we walked through that area, right? My well, merger. Yeah, there was a, there was a, a long line, but I don't know how fast that line was being processed. Yeah, this so. was Saturday morning when we did the meet and greets. We did everything else on Friday. So, um, it, it, you, you have to get there at rope drop, no matter how difficult it is. You know, because there just weren't long wait times at all for all of these things. So, um, so it's either going to nice be, thing, go ahead. Well, no, the nice thing is too about this. If you're waiting, you can watch all the animation clips and, and, you know, listen to the music. And that really makes the time go by quickly. I think one nice thing was that it wasn't all frozen. I was afraid yes. that the lobby would turn into an all frozen theme and it didn't. So it's, it was nice that it was just another component that they added. So when are mm-hmm. we getting Snowman Talk with Olaf? Yeah, really. <laughs> and then, and they do have a, of course, a fast pass photographer is there for your convenience. Ooh, nice. To record your royal moment <laughs> with Anna and Elsa. So which was, what's, what was Lexi's favorite part about Frozen Fun? Um, the snow. Okay. And meeting Olaf. What was Michael's favorite part about Frozen Fun? <laughs> um, you know, we haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. If we're going to talk about, are we going to talk about World of Color? Um, we should. That's well, that part wasn't of it. Really part of Frozen Fun was it? Oh, well, the, it's Frozen themed. Oh, but it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. added specifically for Frozen Fun. Yeah. It, it, oh, okay. It, well, you can. Is... He has to talk about it now. Yes. Right. He brought it up. Yeah, because his Olaf is the host of World of Color. That was my favorite. Okay. I thought I went in maybe because I went in with low expectations um because you know people were complaining about how oh Frozen was just dumped in there and all that. I thought it was amazing. Did, I, had I, you it seen was, it last year? 
No, I did, but that was um, the, the, I thought this was better. Okay. They yeah, they expanded on it from last year, definitely. Yeah. Because I did see it last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen. I think I've seen the Christmas version. I think ever since it rolled out, when they had prep and landing, mm-hmm. and you know all that. But this is just so well done. I mean, Olaf is definitely your host, but it's not. There's not. There's just enough of him, and I thought the frozen scenes were woven in with the other, um, you know, holiday themed scenes from other Disney films and shorts really well. It wasn't like they just suddenly dropped in 15 minutes of Frozen right in the middle, as had as people had led me to believe. I thought it was interspersed nicely, but some of the effects, that, you know, my favorite effect in 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 the world of color is how they do that glitter in it they they managed to make the glitter swirl the way the snowflakes swirl you know like when anna mm-hmm. makes everything swirl or elsa makes everything swirl i mean it was incredible and the, the colors were vivid and they they really captured those um blues and greens from frozen those pastels winter yeah. pastels really nicely and all of that and then um i i just thought and then, of course, the snowflakes at the end are always amazing. This was the first time do. I had seen them. How the heck yeah. do they do them? Uh, we were right near the machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, and and so I think I think it's it's Disney snow. It's amazing. Well, the snowflakes kept <laughs> but, blowing up, and we were waiting for them to come yeah. down so we could grab them. And I know. of course, they it's, never it's, do. I, it, it's amazing. I mean, I just thought it was so well done. Definitely worth seeing. I'm glad you liked it because I liked you know. it too. Yeah. Very cool. Mary Jo, what was your favorite part of Frozen Fun? Oh my gosh. Um, right now I'm going to have, I love the sing along. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool, but they did such a great job with Olaf's, um, the snow play area. Right. I, I really like, like that. Yeah. I mean, I like the sing along, but uh, the, 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 the snow fest is, is so well done. Like you said, it's, it's, you could you could just sit in there and chill, huh, chill in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I if we're just if we take out World of Color Winter Dreams, that that is my favorite cool. part, and I think it was probably that was one of my granddaughter's favorite things too. She loved the sled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So Frozen Fun officially continues through May what fifteenth, May fourteenth. I knew yeah, it was 2020. Uh, 2020. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so you have some time to check it out, but yeah, get get over there and and take a look. And again, utilize the fast passes. Ask cast members what they that's things are still changing. So make sure you ask your cast members what what the procedure is for the meet and greets for that particular day. Um, thank you, folks. I appreciate y'all. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disney Live shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Let it go. <laughs>